0: Blessings and glory to the God of our salvation on this day. It is indeed another day that the Lord has blessed us with. And for that, we're truly grateful and humbled that he gave us another opportunity, another chance that we may go out and lift his name up and praise that he be glorified. And all that we do, we pray that he order our steps on today, that we may be in compliance with his plan and his purpose that he has for our life. Welcome to With Purpose, our purpose podcast. It is a podcast designed with you in mind, understanding your purpose, your identity in Christ Jesus. For we have to know who we are and to whom we do belong in such a time as this. This is truly the end of days. The Bible is unfolding, fulfilling itself right before our very eyes. God is is working it he is working it the calamity and chaos that is in the land these things need to be before the end come that is what scriptures say so we don't pray against the word of god but he said if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will heal the land there is sickness in the land there's sickness of, the, uh, of disease there is sickness. Uh, spiritual warfare. There is all kind of uh, underlining under, uh, things that is going on so the Bible may be fulfilled. This is the will of God for the end come. He said these things need it. all that is prophesied um, in tongue twisted this morning. All things that are prophesied in the Word of God must come to pass. Before the end comes Whether it's good, whether it's bad If it's been prophesied The word of God is truth And it does not change But how do we get uh, through these type of situations Is through prayer and the word of God Through through using the Word of God in prayer, back to Him, He said, "If my people, He would heal the land, what He's saying, and we are the land, we are the land, but the world will remain the same because these things need be that will uh before the end come. Just like He, we always talk about, He had to have a Judas within His circle in order for Scripture to be fulfilled that He may be crucified. Jesus did not hate Judas." He did not hate Judas but he hated the things that Jesus uh, Judas did and it's the same way with us we hate the sin but we love the sinner we are no judge of no man but we hate the sin because God hates the sin and we are a product of God so these things is going to come to pass so what we do is pray for God protection where what we're covered under the blood under the blood of the Lamb It's just like in the book of Exodus When the plagues and these things Begin to hit the uh, Egypt When when uh, God told Pharaoh To let his people go And he he declined God hardened Pharaoh's heart So he would not let the people go So he may be able to show His people who he Was As Pharaoh he let the people go And then he chased behind Them and what happened because he changed his mind God hardened Pharaoh's heart it is the choices and the decisions that we make God knows who we are before we even born he knows the purpose and the plan that he has for our life so we pray and submit ourselves God I want to be used for your will I don't want to be used against your will but he raised Pharaoh up for that very purpose That he may show himself strong to his people. That Israel would know who he was as he fought against Pharaoh. The battle wasn't for Israel to fight. It was between Pharaoh and God. Spiritual wickedness in high places. The same thing that we're facing now. That's why we worship no man, we, the, even the, the president of the United States. It does not matter. It does not matter. All that matters is that we know who God is and what God is using. God put people in position and places in order that his people will be maintained at what point that they are in. If we're rebellious, stiff neck. Uh, hard-headed people. He'll put a, a a king in place that will rule over us hard and make us suffer. That is the will of God in order to get our attention. His eyes roam to and fro, seeking that one that he may show himself strong to. And that is what he's doing. In our moments of weakness, when we're pressed down and oppressed and depressed, God is seeking us. He's seeking us because we ain't got sense enough to seek him. So he's seeking us. And in our turmoil and our anger and our frustration, we begin to cry out unto Lord because we have turned and we've believed in people to make decisions for us and to get us out of the situation where we're in. We even leave, look to our parents. We look to our pastors and uh, those uh, prayer warriors to get us out of situation. Even though they, they pray for us, and help build a shield of protection for us as they cry out to God for us. God is still seeking our voice. He's seeking our person to come unto him, to connect to him in a time of intimacy. That is what he's seeking for. That is the bottom line. God is just looking to reconnect back to us. He's looking for that connection. As I experienced the, the trouble of uh, my phone going out over the weekend, what in the world is going on? And, and I usually, I don't worry about it, but for the job that I have, if I'm not connected to the phone, to the phone for, on call, or to hear uh, problems that are going on with my patient that I may give instructions to, then I'm disconnected from the job. My God today. It's the same way with the Spirit of God and, and, and that connection that we have. When, we, when the connection is not there, when we're not connected in to the Holy Ghost, which is our Wi-Fi, our Wi-Fi to connect to God, praying to Jesus, that is our connection. It's through the Holy Spirit is how we get to to him. And when we lose that connection, we lose contact. How do we lose that? When we quench the Holy Spirit, well, we pray, Lord, don't let me do anything to cause her harm and shame. When When we quench the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the more that we do wrong, the Spirit of God can't dwell with us when we're not seeking to be in the presence of God, when we're constantly following the ways and doing things that goes against the word of God, the Holy Spirit withdraws. He fades. That inner man fades. You heard the expression, you are what you eat. Whatever you feel, whatever you feed, it will grow. Feed the spiritual man through prayer, the Word of God, getting that connection. The stronger he becomes on the inside of you. But if you're starving him and, and just putting him away on the away when you just need him, then he's weak. He's malnourished. Is not strong enough to help you handle what you need to help. But if you feed him daily, worshiping God, the truth and his spirit, reading your scriptures, having that conversation with your neighbor, having that conversation on the street, telling people God message for us today, every time I go to him and worship. God is saying, tell them that I live and that I am soon to return. That is his message to the people. He still lives. God is still saved. He's still in the miracle working business. Tell them that I live and that I am soon to return. Don't lose your connection on today. Feed the inner man. That you may have power, hallelujah, to be able to sustain in such a time as this. You all be blessed. Be safe out there until we meet again.